0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mental Health Mondays, where we talk to professionals that are in the mental health space, or people who experience or live with a mental health challenge, or mental health advocates. And we just have open, honest conversations as related to mental health. And so my guest today, I'm so excited to bring up my friend Tracy and she is going to give you some awesome trips, tips and tricks. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. but let me bring her bring her on. Hi Tracy, thank Hi. you so much for joining. Thank you for having me today. I'm so
1: excited to be here.
0: Yes, well tell the audience what you do and where
1: you're from because I know you're not in the United States. So. No, okay. So I'm Tracy Jeske. I'm an international personal stylist and Italy style icon. And I help women 40 and beyond uplevel their glamour games so they can unapologetically live and create their most beautiful and stylish second act ever. I want women to be bold, stand out in a crowd, looking and feeling absolutely fabulous while doing so.
0: That is amazing. And I love your hair. I know that (laughs) you it's it's always really pretty
1: colors. Uh, Yes, I do love pink. I have a thing for pink and I know it came from Barbie. I was like a big (laughs) Barbie fan when I was little and it's just coming out of me in my 50s now. (laughs) That is amazing though. I love it. So
0: how specifically
1: do you help women? Well, you know, like, I think what a lot of us don't realize is that, you know, people have this thing about fashion and style being frivolous and superficial, but it's actually quite the opposite because when you look good, you feel good. And when you feel good, you can literally do so much in your life. And I think, you know, we've seen in COVID, this has kind of exploded where depression and anxiety, like have literally gone through the roof. And I know this may seem like such a small part of the bigger problem, but it's not. You know, how we are showing up every day in that period, especially when we were in total lockdown and sweats and PJs and not doing our hair. It was fun for a week, a week and a half. But after that, you know, and so I think people just, you know, women just didn't realize why they were just feeling so stuck and in a rut and grumpy. And grumpy and frumpy is my big thing. If you're grumpy, you're frumpy. If you're frumpy, you're grumpy. So, you know, when you walk past the mirror and you see yourself like that, of course, you're not motivated. Of course, you're not feeling about yourself. So when working with my clients, and especially in this period, even when they're on Zoom calls, I'm telling them to dress from head to toe because you're sending a message to the most important person in the world, and that's yourself, that you're not worthy of whatever you're trying to, whatever you're doing on that Zoom call, whether it be find a partner, if you're wearing like pajama bottoms and a nice top, what are you telling yourself? You're not, you're fooling the person in front of you, but you're not fooling you. Or if you're going for that big job opportunity, get a promotion or looking for clients and you're wearing shorts and, you know, a a jacket or whatever it is, a business up top, like, this is like, you're just going in halfway. So you got to dive in. So working with my clients, it's very much showing up every day. I don't care if it's just put lipstick on, do your hair, put on something that you love, because it will change how you feel. I think I needed to hear that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I, I I am one of those. And I have my own style, 100%. I love stretchy, interesting pants um like right now I have some on that they have like little brains and um they have infinity signs and it says neurodiversity so like I love just eclectic different pants yeah um but I also was one of those people that I'm like, if I don't have to actually get ready in the morning, then I'm not going to. And I did. I noticed throughout because I've I i was I've been working at home for since 2020. And I'm like, well,
1: I don't really have to show up if I don't want to. So I think I needed to hear that too. <laughs> yeah. You know, we learned, I think in COVID, that we couldn't dress to impress anyone. We're so used to in our society of dressing up to impress whoever it is that's in front of us. So we learned kind of that we got to dress for the most important person and that's impress ourselves. Like we are the most important person in the world. And I don't care what you wear, whatever pink hair, whatever it is that you do, there's always going to be somebody out there that's going to criticize you no matter what they're either going to love you or hate you. So do it for yourself first. And then if you want to impress somebody else, but you have to impress yourself because you're the one going out in the world and if you're not comfortable with what you have on the whole time you're out there doing whatever it is, it's going to come through and it's going to show up in your confidence, in, in your smile, the way you smile, the way you hold yourself. So style is definitely not something frivolous or superficial.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I, I almost got to a place that it became like a game for me because I know a lot of people noticed my pants and I would always have people oh. comment. And I was like, it just became my style. So it's your signature style. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love it. And I, I always had this thought of because I also speak professionally. And so I'm, I'm haven't been on the stage as much the actual physical stage, yeah. Um but the virtual stage I have been. And so I'm, I have this, in between of like, do I go fancy when I go on stage? Or do I just be me and like, wear my funky pants? Because that's kind of my signature. So like, I always have those two kind of battling. Well, what
1: I would say you have to wear like your brand is you. So if that is part of your brand, like it's me with pink hair. So if I'm going to go into a corporate meeting, I'm not going to change my hair you know, and in corporate, if I had hair like this, I wouldn't work. But you know, this is who I am. And that's what people that's what people remember me by, because there's so much competition. There's so many people out there that are doing what I do and what you do. So what makes you different? because you're going to make a statement, whatever you however you show up, people are going to remember you not by because you're not you haven't spoken yet, they're going to remember you at first by what you're wearing and how you look. And they're going to say, oh my goodness, that's a girl that has all those cool pants that I absolutely love, you know, with all those symbols on the prints, whatever it is. And that's really important. And it should be consistent even when you're on stage.
0: I love that. No, that makes me, makes me feel much better. So,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And you know, like I had an eating disorder. I had an eating disorder for over 20 years and it was pretty bad. Like I'm saying from my late teens until I was almost 40, I was extremely bulimic. Like it wasn't, I don't even know how I worked sometimes because it was so crazy, but you know, the one thing that literally, and this may seem really weird, but the one thing that kept me from probably not literally from not killing myself or that saved me, And this may seem strange is that I always made sure every day, no matter what, that I got dressed up and I put my makeup on, I did my hair and I looked good. And it wasn't to fool other people, but it was to convince myself that I was okay and I could do it because if I started to look sick, I wouldn't be here today. Mm. So it literally was what protected me and it didn't make me, it wasn't, it didn't defeat me. It kept me going and it kept me saying. Every time I looked at myself, I'd be like, you look good, you look, that was the one way that I gave myself self-love in those darkest, deepest moments in my life.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's definitely one thing to experience um, an eating disorder, but then another thing to actually have some light, right? Like there's a little bit of light there, even though you're experiencing this mental health challenge. So thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. What did you, what did you feel like was the catalyst to move you through this
1: eating disorder? Well, I had been in and out of hospitals, and I actually attempted suicide twice, and I gave birth to my son. He was extremely premature, and, um, and he, he was literally starving to death, and they had me do a C-section. So it was like, it didn't matter what I was doing, nothing stopped me. You'd think the love for your child, you would make sure you were healthy, and it, I feel still guilty to this day. He is, my children are my wives, because it's a miracle that I even had kids. So what stopped me? First of all, I got extremely tired. I got extremely tired of lying, deceiving. Um, My husband didn't even know, really. I mean, I I managed to, like, do all this behind a lot of people's backs. And I got tired of it. I was like... And, you know, I gave... I, I This may... Like, I used to cry myself to sleep every night asking God to save me. And then I literally did surrender. When I finally surrendered completely and I just said, I can't take this on anymore, I'm done, like it's up to you. And I will tell you, this is like the miracle. It always gives me goosebumps. Literally in probably four days, I stopped. I never binged and purged. I just went all of a sudden. I don't know where that strength came from, but I, I, it, it, I was free. That demon was out of me. That monster within was gone. And I've never looked back. I have nightmares sometimes when I can, I still have nightmares of me binging and having to hide and having to purge and, you know, want to hide from the world. And I wake up and I'm like, Oh, okay, that's not me anymore. But it is, it's incredible how God literally saved me. Like it was, it is truly, truly a miracle. And, and from that moment, I literally made a promise though to God that I would, because I always had a dream to be seen and be heard. And I know my eating disorder kept me hidden because that fear you know, it it was just like, I couldn't be seen. You're not worthy. You don't have a right to who are you that voice in my head. So I made a promise that I would make sure that I would be seen and I would be heard. And I would help other women, not I'm not a doctor, psychiatrist, not necessarily with an eating disorder, but women who were suffering and were feeling not worthy, not because of their age, mostly, you know, when you reach your 40s, you think you're not you're not as thin as you used to be, you're not as beautiful as you used to be. That's what we say, you know, and So we tend, they tend to hide women over 40 have, you know, they feel invisible. They really do. And they feel like they're not worthy to be seen. So I want women to be seen. I want them to sparkle and shine and I want them to feel good in their own skin.
0: Wow. Yeah. I know I I'm going to be 42 this year. (laughs) And I know, I mean, I feel like with, children and, you know, you're like your identity becomes apparent. It's yeah. not really, you're not the identity anymore. And so that fully resonates with me as far as I, I, I am not one to hide, but I still, you know, it's like, I will always be my son's mom. It's not like me. Right. So mm-hmm. I love that you talk about like getting them seen and really Mm -hmm. truly seen for who they are. And it's important for them to see it more so than putting it out to everybody else. So
1: yeah, you know, and a lot of women think, I mean, first of all, I would have, I thought you were in your thirties, literally (laughs)
0: like, there's
1: no way I would have thought you were in your forties. You look amazing, but you know, I just noticed like you, because when we have kids life, we change and you're in your fifties, everything starts to move south literally and i'm wearing spanks and everything to pull them back up but it does go south and it's just it's it's natural it's the 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 cycle of life and we have to accept it and i see so many women that have their their like skinny pants in their wardrobe mm-hmm. and they literally try them on like every day or once a week. And it's like, if they can get into them, wow, I'm awesome. I'm amazing. If they don't, it's just like, it just, their whole day is completely ruined and they go and eat their chocolate and they do whatever, because you know, it's like, there's a value. Their worth is in the size two pants and it drives Mm -hmm. me nuts. And I'm like, you know what? I don't care how hard you diet. And if you actually do get into those jeans, you aren't the same women you were before when you wore those jeans, get rid of them. Get rid of them because you're literally just beating yourself up every day and you don't even realize it. Your value and your worth is not in a number and your body's going to change. You know, I'm very thin, but I'm not as thin as I used to be. Not I mean after my eating disorder. I'm just very, that's how I am. But in my fifties, I can work out like I used to. I can eat the same amount as I used to, but my middle is a little bit bigger than it used to be. And it's life. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, I
0: I have read a couple articles um, or seen a couple articles more recently that um, women in their 40s and 50s actually are now getting in better shape than they were potentially in their 20s or 30s, mm-hmm. which I think is a really cool trend that's happening too, is that it's it's almost like you have this awakening of, i'm not dying like i need (laughs) i need to get out there and and i need to make myself healthy and yes my body is different and it's always going to be different but how do we move forward and you know be this amazing person that we can be
1: yeah and you know i think when it's times are changing like when my mother was 50 my mother's 91 and she literally she looks like she goes to a red carpet every time. like, And she's like, the Botox, oh, do I need a little bit more? I'm like, mom, you're 91. Like, really? <laughs> but, you know, like when she was 50, you were old. You were literally old. And all the examples, like, you know, it's like them saying about Betty White and the Golden Girls. Like, it's like you were 40, then all of a sudden you were a Golden Girl. You know, there wasn't anything in between, whereas now... We have so many examples, Jennifer Lopez, you know, um, Jennifer Aniston. There's just so many women in their fifties, like you said, who literally look better and are in better shape than when they were in our thirties. So we, we have that to look up to. And it does inspire us. Cause I think when, you know, like your mom right now and you have little kids when you're, that's your job. That's your role. That's the season you're in to take care of them. Yes. But as they grow, And as they don't need mom anymore, and it's more fun to hang out with their best friends and mom ain't so cool as she used to be, like you do kind of realize like you've lost your identity. So it's time to get it back. And you can either do two things, go like go down to that empty nest syndrome and feel like crap every day or start saying, oh, my God, this is a gift. It's my time. I have some me time. Oh, my God, like go for it. Yeah. I love
0: that. I, I, we have a, an 18 year old and then a six year old. So (laughs) it's like that in between span of, so I understand the, like I don't like you right now phase right and then the I love you you're everything to me so we have both extremes and oh
1: my goodness so you're just going to get out of the phase of the teenager years and then the next one's going to come that's like me right I just just went through all of that and my son set up and he's where and now I have my daughter who's 13 and I'm like okay here we go yeah it's definitely I mean I hope I hope it's easier the second time around (laughs) right that's I'm like crossing
0: fingers
1: yes yeah Uh, no
0: I mean what what is a good I I don't know what the question that's coming to my mm -hmm. head but what is a good tip or something that people can do I know you already said wake up like get dressed do your makeup all of that but if somebody is like really sitting in this, I have been in my house the whole entire time. Like I know there's still a lot of countries yeah. and places that are still in lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are literally are stuck at home. Yeah. But if they're really feeling super depressed or whatever's going on,
1: what it, what is your best advice that you can give them or tip? OK, so first of all, and I think another part of the problem is that when we're home and I, I noticed this as well in my wardrobe, because when we go out, you don't really realize what's in your wardrobe because you're out and you're busy. But when you're home all day, you open up your wardrobe and you're like, oh, my God, it's the same clothes and you close it. It's like you see the same thing every day. But when you're busy and you're running, and you're rushing, you don't really realize. So I think a part of the problem is also we got really tired of what we had in our wardrobe. So I was like, oh, if I see that skirt or top one more time. So what you can do, the the easiest thing to do, I think, is just really, if you're wearing sweats every day, make that little effort and just make like you are going, if you were going to work, what would you wear? Like literally, I don't mean that you're going to wear the 12 inch heels. I didn't wear heels at home, but I mean, I I had cute things like I have furry slippers that make me feel good. So it takes color, you know, wear something colorful. Color brings joy. It's just, you know, it's It's scientific, It's we know it, that color will make you feel good. So what is your favorite color? Just try to put on your favorite color top. If you don't wanna go out, go halfway to begin with. Make sure your hair is done because you see yourself in the mirror. And when you see that your hair isn't done and your makeup isn't done, put on lipstick and do your hair. Even if you just put in a ponytail, but do something. Put on a cute hat. There's so many things you can do. Wear earrings, but take that effort just you know just to make yourself feel like you're taking care of yourself like you would only do that you wouldn't take care of yourself if you were in a hospital I mean even there you try to take care of yourself but that would be the only time that you stay in your pajamas all day so get out of them and really you need to have a morning routine like you if you walk into your wardrobe if you get up and you're feeling bad and you're not happy and your husband snored all night and you're you're irritated you're literally going to pick something out that reflects that. You're either going to pick out something very severe and very harsh, and it's going to be, you're going to be uptight all day. So if you have a morning routine, first of all, you thank whoever it is that you're here, if it's God, Buddha, whatever, and you exercise, you listen to something inspiring. So you raise up your vibration. Clothing is energy and everything is, energy. you know, it moves, it's got vibes. And so the higher our energy is, The more likely we're going to pick something that's going to go with that energy. We're going to pick out something colorful and fun. And, you know, even have some funky sweatpants. I don't care, but get something colorful and don't wear the same thing every day. Change it up.
0: Yeah, that it's I we were talking earlier. I put on my earrings. I had to I panned us out a little bit because I love your background. So but um no, I was like I put on earrings this morning and then they're my fun earrings. It does it. I was upstairs when I put them on and I was like, oh yeah, like I got my fun earrings on. So it it totally makes a difference when depending on what you're wearing or how you're just showing up. And then simple earrings, simple lipstick. If
1: you don't wear a lot of makeup, some mascara, maybe. Um, Yeah, it's definitely. Just take that extra step. Just do something more than what you would do. And really, when you look at yourself in the mirror, please tell yourself how much you love yourself. Mm -hmm. My routine is a hundred times I tell myself, I love you, I love you, I love you. And it's not 50 times, not 70, not 99, but a hundred times. It's so important what we are feeding our brains with and how we are talking to ourselves because that that voice in our head is extremely detrimental we got to make sure that whatever's going in is feeding our minds and feeding us with something so healthy and so vibrant and so beautiful that we just want to show up all day like that i mean there's days everybody has good days or bad days it's normal but it's just how we cope with it and how we show up
0: Definitely. And it it's very important. I talk a lot about words and it's the words that we tell ourselves and the words mm-hmm. that we tell other people. So if you're running around saying, I'm depressed, I'm mad, I'm sad, your brain really truly will be like, okay. And yeah. same on the flip side of like, I look beautiful. I'm wearing my mm-hmm. earrings today. Yeah. I, I look gorgeous or mm-hmm. I love myself. I, I like that you said you tell yourself that you love yourself every day
1: and i know that that most likely has been a process for you too especially yeah. oh the- yeah especially with my eating disorder i did not love myself i used to throw brushes at my mirrors when i hated myself i hated looking at myself and you know and it's and it's just yeah so i mean going through that and being able to look at myself and say how much i love myself for me is just like i won the lottery like there's no like wow if i think about where i was and where i am now that's amazing
0: Mm-hmm. So how do you, when somebody works with you, what is, what
1: kind of process does that look like? So it, what it is, is like, I mean, I'm not just somebody who's going to go shopping for you because really what I find with a lot of women, they want to go shopping. They, okay, it's fun to go shopping and I get it, but we got to take a few steps back and really understand what it is that we're struggling with and why we're not showing up to be the best version of ourselves. Because I, like I said, the messages we're telling ourselves are like, we have to change that. And you know, it is, it's about going through your wardrobe. Let's go into your wardrobe. Let's see what's in there and what it is that you're not using because we wear 20% of our clothing. So 80% of what's in there is just sitting in there and it's like praying to see the light of day. And we have a lot of emotion inside that wardrobe. Like there's, I mean, more than skeletons that are in there a lot of times. And I can see what's going on in a woman's mind by just looking at her wardrobe. So if it's like crammed, if there's tags in there, if there's like, you know, it's just chaotic, then I know that it's exactly a reflection of what's inside of her too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, wardrobe can have a lot of shame because there's a lot of shopping, a lot of money spent that we don't, you know, and how many times and we've all been there when your husband or your mate is like, when did you buy that? Oh, I've had that for years. And you're like, you're, you're trying to hide things in your wardrobe because you don't want them to see the box or the bag. So, you know, like, and so getting, getting that lighter and going into your closet because your, your wardrobe should be like your, your favorite boutique that you go down in Rodeo drive, you know, like you should open up that and just be like, Oh, because it is, it's, it's a reflection of you. So we work in the wardrobe, we get things down. I, you know, I, you don't need a lot to be in style, style, it's not about a price tag, it's not about a brand name, it's confidence. Mm-hmm. And when you've got a lot of stuff in there, you can't be confident because you don't know what to put together. So we go through the wardrobe, we work on their body, the body image, the body shape. Now, it's a guideline, you know, I'm very much of wear what makes you feel good, but you do need to know what clothing will flatter your body shape because we tend to blame our bodies But it's not our body's fault. It's the clothing that we are buying that doesn't work for our body shape. But you know what If you say to me, if you're an hourglass and you're like, I want to wear like a turtleneck and I want to wear this and that and you love it, go for it. But there is a guideline. So it does make you feel more confident. So it's a process. We work through body image, their wardrobe. I do go shopping for them. I have a shopping channel. So I can go shopping and put things in their cart. We work on their colors. Colors is another great way. I know as we age... Like there's so many shoulds and shouldn'ts. I've, I noticed this with aging and when you get the older you get, there's more shouldn'ts when it comes to clothing. Like we women over 50 should not show their knees. And I'm like, really? Like, what is that? So we can't wear bathing suits. And I'm like, literally, do you look at women's knees when they're walking down the street? I'm like, who looks at people's knees? So, you know, like there's all these rules and it was just like, all you could wear were like khaki pants and white shirts. And I'm like, God, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But You know, so we work on color and color can be like a literal a facelift without needles. When you are wearing the right color for your skin, hair and eyes, you look younger, you look more rested, you look fresher, you look more vibrant. So it's really important to know what colors work for our features and it will it will lift you up. And also what colors you are attracted to are generally the colors that do work for you. And also our personality is also involved in that. Are you a woman who likes, do you like more mountain scenery? Do you like flowers? And that's exactly what's going to reflect into what you're wearing. So it's all about, it's like a psychology. Like there is a psychology to dressing. It's not just a matter of going into Gucci and buying everything or whatever it is, or Zara. Like, and that also is a way for women to stop impulsive buying because they understand what works for them. There's a system to it. They get it. And they know that what they purchase is going to work into whatever they have in their wardrobe. I'm not into one time wonders. If you get something, you cannot mix and match it with four or five things, leave it in the shop because you won't wear it. You'll just put it there and it'll be like one. Or, you know, like I get like renting things. I love renting because you can rent clothing now. And that's amazing. So when you have those special occasions and you want something different and fun, you can even rent. Like there's an amazing alternative. And it's a good way also to like sustainability is a huge movement right now too so it's like saving our planet too the less we buy
0: yeah wow that's really i didn't i mean a lot of those points i didn't really think about i know i've watched the um some of the shows on tv where yeah. right like it all it takes them from frumpy to yeah. glamorous right yeah. and i know there's like this whole psychology and process behind it but i think it is important i i found posh Mart more recently yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's yes. like my favorite thing ever. Cause I'm like, man, I can just get this out of my closet because yeah. I do the same. I, I have things in there probably from high school, I like, <laughs> that. I'm like, get out of my closet and mm-hmm. not that I'm going to sell them, but it's just that process. You know, why, cool not? why not? Why not?
1: Like, if you can, yeah. if you can sell things and make some money off it, I don't think there's anything wrong with that because you're also like, I mean, you bought it. So you, if you can make something from it, why not? I do that. I do that as well with some of my bags. And you know, I know there's this thing about hanging on like emotional. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of emotional things in our closets. So if you're keeping like that Louis Vuitton or Chanel bag that your ex gave you and you can't afford to buy one, so you don't want to give it up, you got to get rid of it because there is emotional attachment to that. And it is preventing you from finding the, woman, the man of your dreams more likely, or just the relationship that you want. Or things that your kids have given you that, you know, you're like, oh, God, thank you. I love it, you know, but you never wore it. And you don't want to get rid of it because you feel guilty. Like make up like a memory box and put things in there. You know, everything that, you know, your kids, because I have things my kids gave me. And I didn't throw them up, but I just put them in a special place. They're not hanging in my wardrobe. But, you know, I it's a great memory and I don't want to lose that.
0: Yeah. That's a great idea. I I do that some with my son's clothes. Like I pick one outfit Mm -hmm. and keep it and then sell all the rest. But, um, I also have seen some people do blankets. Like if you have a whole bunch of shirts or clothes that maybe you've lost somebody that you can put it into a blanket, which I think is really super cool. That's beautiful. That is so beautiful. Yeah. There's lots of, I mean, just Thinking about, I'm I'm like thinking about my closet now. I'm like, man, I need to go, go take out a bunch because there is there's things that I feel like I'm emotionally attached to, but I will probably never wear it again.
1: Yeah, and you know, like a good thing to do too, if you're like, geez, I don't know if I should or I shouldn't, is the hanger trick. I didn't invent this, but I've heard this and I use it all the time. So, in your wardrobe, when you wear something, flip the hanger around so you know what you're wearing, and after three weeks maybe even a month. You can, I'll give you a month. Usually I say two weeks, but I'll say three weeks or a month. If you haven't if you have worn that outfit or that top or whatever it is, you're probably not going to wear it. Unless, of course, it's like summer and we're in winter. You know, Obviously, it depends what season we are in. But see what you're wearing the most of. And that will also give you an identity of what your style is, what you go for, what you like the most. And you can even kind of get an idea and a vision of of what your style is. Like, you know, your signature style from your pants. So that is, that is incredible. Like you, you already know that. So when it's looking at other things in your wardrobe, look at what you're wearing and see how, what colors they are, what is it, and see how you can also add maybe more color into your wardrobe if you don't. But it's really important by what we wear and knowing what we're wearing and getting an idea of what we've got and what we don't got. If we're not wearing it, then get rid of it.
0: That's a good idea. Just flip it around and you can know. Yeah,
1: then yeah. you know. Mm-hmm.
0: That's awesome. No, I remember, I mean, back in the day, I literally probably only wore black, white, and gray. And then as I got older, I actually started adding more color. And now my I have so many colors. And that's my go-to. I love wearing color versus yeah just the black and white so it is I know we're we're both
1: colorful and we're both wearing black today like (laughs) it's just like I'm like man like of all of all colors to wear no okay but yes we're both wearing them but that's all right right I know I'm like I
0: got the colorful earrings but I did wear a black shirt so (laughs) but we're matching or we're not clashing, at least yes exactly (laughs) So
1: can people work with you? Do you do virtual or is it something? Okay. No, no. I'm mostly virtual now. As of when 2020 hit, I've been, I worked in Dubai and Paris, New York, wherever I flew to work. And I mean, I was always on the go. Then COVID hit and I couldn't walk out. So I had to, you know, we've all had to adapt and we've all had to pivot. And so I'm working 95% online, which I absolutely love. I didn't think I would. I do miss the contact. I mean, there's nothing like being able to hold your client's hand or, you know, when they, when they see the final result and be with them in person and the tears and, you know, it's, it's a beautiful moment, but, you know, I can be in Japan in the morning. I can be in New York in the afternoon and I don't have jet lag. So, you know, I can reach more women through what I'm doing. And in some ways I can give them also, you know, it's, they have things that they can keep. Whereas when we do it in person, you know, it's a, there's a lot of going on. It's a lot of confusion. So when I leave, it can be, oh, oh, wait a second. Instead, when we've got digital, we've got everything like that. It's something that, you know, I would do anyways, even if it was in person, but you know, this is, yeah, I really do love, I love working with clients and being all over the place with them on online.
0: Yeah. I, it's amazing. We always, well, not always, but most we're like, I'm never going to go online because you know, I can't do that. And then yeah. you open up the space, like, you and I, we can have this conversation and we're in different sides of the country. So yeah, yeah, it's just, it's really cool to be able to open up that space and be able to have anyone anywhere at your fingertips at any time. So.
1: Yeah. And I think women feel less intimidated in some ways when they're in their home and I'm here, it's really intimidating to have me standing there and open up your closet. I know that the first time it's like all the excuses come up. Please, please, please don't look at this. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. Before I come, they're like busy cleaning their houses and doing all this stuff. At least this way, I just see their closet through a camera and I can, you know, it's not it's it's less intimidating, although I do. I do miss being in person and I don't think I'm a very intimidating person, but I get it. Yeah. Well, I think just, you're like, oh man, they're going to see my, my yeah. secrets of what yeah. I've kept. <laughs> exactly. You know, they're going to walk in my house and they're going to see it. No way. Yeah. You know, so it's like your kids have to be dressed perfect and everybody's got to be perfect because she's coming over, you know, or everybody go out and stay away for three hours or four hours. Yeah. Um, well,
0: I just think it's amazing what you do. And I, I, I mean, everything that you've talked about today has completely resonated with me. So I gra- gratefully appreciate, that was not even the right word. I graciously appreciate you coming uh, on today.
1: Um, how, if somebody wants to work with you, how can they find you? You can find me at Tracy Jesky official on Instagram to get a lot of style tips and tricks. Um, and also to message me if you want to, or my website is www.envokestylist.com. Um, or on Facebook at Tracy Jeske.
0: Awesome. And I did, I dropped all your links in the comments so anybody can grab those. But I just really appreciate you coming on today. This was
1: amazing. Thank you for having me. I'm so grateful and so honored to be here today. Yeah, thank you. This has been awesome. Thank you so much, Kelly.
0: (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Well, that was episode, I think we're on eight, nine. I don't even know. There's so many already, but that was just amazing tricks, tips that Tracy gave us. If you're feeling frumpy, if you're not feeling, if you're feeling depressed, you're feeling sad, anxious, any of those emotions, um, what are you telling yourself? How do you look? How are you showing up on a daily basis? Show up for yourself. Don't show up for anybody else. So I think that's the biggest lesson I have learned and I'll probably take this and go look at my closet and see what I need to get rid of so that i can move forward and i'm keeping my awesome pants because i love that as my signature so thank you so much for watching again we can't do this bring all this content without your help so you can become a warrior for mental health today it's only twenty dollars or more per month donation you get this cool shirt i know you can't really see it but You get this super awesome shirt with a donation of $20 or more. This helps us bring all this content, all this education to you in your homes across the world, which is super cool. So I just appreciate Tracy joining us today. I appreciate you watching. Uh, Make sure that you like, subscribe, share, post away, and we'll see you next Monday.